Hello, welcome to Listcast, where the best things in the world come to be judged. On this episode, the best movie reboots of all time, with special guests, John Fahey and Dan Peter. Hey everybody, welcome to Listcast. How's it going? God damn it. Say something, somebody. Hello, oh, everybody. Shit. Oh, shit. I was I was looking at the the fans. You can see the fan comments oh. if you want to oh. stroke your own ego and get into battles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you want to fight with people at any point during this podcast, just pop on over to the comments. Let's introduce our guests. Oh, I should also. Did I already say welcome to Listcast? I'm sure I did. I'm Adam Todd Brown. Hi, I'm John Fahey. Hi, and I'm Aaron Pita. You might know those voices from the Profiles and Eccentricity podcast Woo! on the Unpops Network. Sorry. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, I hit the wrong button. God damn it. Hell That's yeah. The right one. There That's it the right is. One. Seems about right to me. Yeah. We're uh we're talking about the best movie reboots slash remakes. Great list cast. I think we decided yeah. at some point that those are not the same thing, but kind of the same thing. Yeah. Same mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always associate reboots with franchises. Sure. Right. And remakes with single movies. Sure. Sure. But sometimes a remake will start a franchise. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. John, a franchise is <laughs> Explain it. Explain it for the people, Aaron. <laughs> John, what's a franchise? <laughs> a franchise uh uh is something you can keep milking for a minute. I ate at a KFC today. That's a franchise. That's a franchise. Mm-hmm. That's a franchise I think we can all respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or we could at least respect it a little more. I, would think. I mean, it was run by a colonel, so I'm yeah. supporting yeah. the Yeah, and they rebooted the colonel. They did. They a have. A number of times. Several times. Mm-hmm. It's like a new person. Yeah. I like to think they're killing off the old ones. Yes. Jim Gaffigan's dead somewhere. <laughs> KFC killed him, which probably will be what kills Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, it's a small clause point. in the contract. A, yeah. A, K- <laughs> a KFC-flavored Hot Pocket. <laughs> should we go through the rules? Of course we should. For anyone who's listening for the first time, or Aaron doing the show for the first time. Hi. We all brought five picks for the best movie <laughs> remake of all time. We're going to go around the room and go through our picks one at a time, explain to the people why we picked it and why we think it belongs on a list of the five best movie remakes ever. Amen. And once we do that, that'll take us to a list of 15, and that's too goddamn many. Mm -hmm. So then we will each take turns cutting two from the list. Mm -hmm. That's when things get contentious. We do a lot of fighting, Mm. there's some crying, Mm. a lot of arguing. Uh, We need someone in the comments to do our save who should uh, we we need to have them comment? Help us out, the fans. Comment a word at us. What word should we have them type in the comments? The first person to type it gets warlock. First person to type the word warlock in the comments gets to do our save. And a save is when they pull something from out. Something of- that's been deleted. Okay. That we've that we've done away with. They'll bring it back saying, "Hey, hold on, that's not fair." Right. And then that that will bring us back up to a list of ten. And then we put it out to the people, and they vote. For the top five. For the top five. Great. And uh, if your pick gets number one, you win. Yeah. Yes. You win a goddamn trophy. Now we're talking. Is what you win. Now we're talking. It's very, uh, it's probably a lead paint-based oh, yeah. product. Mm-hmm. I think the bag of six costs like $4. Mm-hmm. But I still have five of them, because pretty good at list casting. Yeah. Yeah. And also, it's my podcast. Absolutely. I, I win a lot. Absolutely. But, uh, oh, Zach Yates. Did he uh, Did he get in? Yes, he did. I believe he did. Zach Yates. Zach Yates and then Jennifer Fendelander on the backup if, Jack, if Zach Yates vanishes. So Zach gets to do our save. Let's get started, shall we? Let's do it. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first, if you don't mind. Go for it. Um, I'm going to start with uh, the Dawn of the Dead remake. Very nice. I thought that the movie didn't have maybe the gravity of the original, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just a damn fun horror movie, and they did a really good job. It kept you on the edge of your seat. They were totally milking um, 28 Days Later fever. It came hot on the heels of that. People were like, okay, running zombies? Yeah, we're in. Yeah. You know? Uh, And they did a damn good job. They did... Uh, end it with some new metal, which was deeply unfortunate. <laughs> uh, they did end it with Down with the Sickness. Oh. Which, 
No, I, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't need to leave the theater with that playing. No. Um. No. But uh, uh, that is the that's the really main crime of it. But it's it's fun. They did a great job. Um. It's a very claustrophobic idea of yeah. being in a shopping mall. Yeah, being trapped. Right. In a, you know, and 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 they did a fine fine job. And they broke it up with. Uh, am I allowed to interrupt? Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah, I love like the subtle, not subtle, but like every once in a while they break it up with some comedy you know, yes like an I, elevator with as did the original yeah um and the original i i adore uh the original it has there's like so many different cuts of the original like the in europe they took out all of the comedy and made it straight action horror uh-huh. and that's the release that went out over there you know but they stayed uh they stayed pretty true to the vibe of the original and i thought it was i thought it was a great remake um you know, probably at the 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 zenith of like that zombie fever, you know. But uh, they they did a great fucking job. It's a great movie. It holds up. Yeah, I'll agree with that. It's a good pick, John. So, uh, I do. Do you want to go next, Adam, or do you want to put it, put it over to this fella, Aaron? Hey, you go next. I'm coughing to death oh, over he's here. Spitting up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm throwing up. Sorry. <laughs> Such a good pick. Uh, I'm gonna go hard in the paint with Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. Wow. Batman Begins, uh, I mean, you could argue that Batman Begins started the whole superhero uh, fever that we had, you know, 2005, and, and it went from there. You, They made it dark. Real, it was the, the, the beginning of the gritty reboot season. Yeah. And uh, it, I fucking, I love that movie so much. It's just perfect hero's journey, Hamlet, Buddha, uh, G, it's, it, I... I, I will watch that movie anytime it's on. I don't watch TV, but if I'm flipping through TV and it's on, I'm finishing that movie. Even yeah. if it's TNT and they edit and they got commercial, yeah. I'm watching it from beginning to end. That movie makes me feel so good. It's inspirational to me. Uh, and I mean, Christian peak Christian Bale. Um, Absolutely. I will say Batman Begins because of not only how good it is, just by the numbers and what it did for movies afterwards. Yeah, I think, I think a great part about that is showing that he also sucks at being Batman. Yeah, he's falling There's, off rooftops. He's fucking up. And then also that he has to go away. He's not just like the rich kid in the basement yeah. becoming Batman. It's like, no, dude, you got to go fucking live hard for him. Yeah. And that all takes time, but it pays off so well. Yeah, they and they do the slow burn. He doesn't say... He doesn't become Batman or say anything about it until like 44 minutes into the movie. Yeah. And they b- bouncing, just like Nolan always does in all his movies, bouncing back and forth with time right. and really showing him as a fucking maniac he is a dude who likes getting beat up you know he's a uh was that a masochist yeah also a sadist the the swear to me stuff um the training montage i i can't say enough about that movie so batman begins yeah it it does it it, it leans into pretty much dealing with him being a maniac yeah you know which is underplayed my anger outweighs my guilt oh dude come on what he he has to oh (laughs) it's a good pick Mm -hmm. uh i am admittedly this is not a good pick for (laughs) my first one good i mean it's a good pick i stand by it but it's gonna get voted off or if it makes it through to the final 10 no one's gonna vote for it that is the house of wax remake which is a movie that i think suffered a lot from having paris hilton in the cast and i don't say that because it's a bad movie and that she was bad in it like she's fine. She's a lot of people speak up for that movie. Yeah, she's she's any horror movie character or mm-hmm. actor. Yeah, like like there's no distinguishing difference. It's just Paris Hilton. Sure. But the movie itself, it's a very loose remake of the original, uh, which is good because the original is like a 1950s Vincent Price movie. Yeah. And you don't want a shot for shot remake of that bullshit. Like even if it was great in the 50s, it's not going to scare you now. Sure. And the House of Wax remake is more like a traditional, almost kind of slasher flick. Mm-hmm. But it's just so much fucking fun. Yeah. It's such a fun movie to watch. Paris Hilton isn't bad in it. You also get to watch her take a drill to the head. Yeah. If you really hate her a lot. So that's cool. Yeah. And uh, I, I know it's not long for this world when it comes to this this episode, but I stand by it. Everyone go check out the House of Wax remake. Yeah, I, I'll defend anything with Alicia Cuthbert in it. She's there great. Oh, good Lord. Girl Next Door, 24. 24. And House of Wax, the Holy like, Trinity. Speaking of inspiring, that plot line in season two of 24 where she's kidnapped by that cougar oh. and like f- 
God, that was fucking stupid. <laughs> like, they just really wanted to keep her on that series. And they were like, how can we bring her back for season two? Yeah. Have a mountain lion strander somewhere in Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, the House of Wax remake. Good choice. That's, that's my first pick. Very nice. Uh, John. I'm, I'm going to go uh, back to um, the Planet of the Apes. Oh, yep. yeah. The new series is so fucking good. And. I feel like the original is like, okay, check it out. What if this happened? And I think we've become such a society acclimatized the idea of the end of the world that we were like, okay, but really, Mm -hmm. you know, what if there is like the next step in evolution to take over from the disasters we've created? You know, and they dialed into it in a very earnest, heartfelt way, a la Batman Begins, where yes. they're like, okay, let's take a serious look about how this could possibly happen. Right. And they really go for it. Yeah. You know? And it, it, it's great. Like, it's, I, I think it, they're fantastic. Uh, yeah, I think they're all great. I mean, and it's one of those, you know, people shit on James Franco. Thought he was great in the movie. I really believe yeah. he loved that fucking monkey. Yeah, absolutely. John Lithgow, I mean, the whole, like, part, uh, Alzheimer's yes. backstory. And then explaining how, you know, when you think about Planet of the Apes, you're like, well, how did they turn into fucking idiots and why are there no people left well the whole simian flu thing explaining how it killed so many people yes uh that we basically kill ourselves i think is a sweet point of Mm -hmm. it as opposed to just being outdone by these apes but it's basically i mean showing especially that that we create the apes but they're just like fucking leave us alone yeah let us hang out in the redwoods yeah and and, and we still can't. And we're still like, yeah. but now, yeah. like, because we suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I just, I, I think it's so, so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I, I, I do believe, like, the virus thing was great as far as, like, the apes being like, whoa, that's, that's your business. Mm-hmm. Like, this is all your mess. Yeah. You know what I mean? The only reason I'm talking is because of you. Yeah. We yeah. were just, we were content throwing our shit around. Now we got to be start thinking yeah. about what it means to be a sentient being. Oh, right, right, right. And the effects are so great in that. Like yeah. that's that, Andy that, Circus. Yeah. Oh, I got in so much trouble. I, I went to a, like a press event for the first Planet of the Apes movie for a website I was working for. And they showed us a video of Andy Circus wearing the motion capture rig yeah. that he wore to play Caesar. And they were like, no pictures, absolutely no pictures. And I was like, mm, I'm going to take one picture. And then I posted it on Facebook. Uh-oh. And uh, they were like, take that down. We will sue you. Wow. And take back the money we get. They, like, I got paid for it. And they were like, yeah. well, take your money back. Damn. Take that fucking picture down. But uh, it, was, it's, it was so cool to see it, it like happen. Oh, totally. Yeah. And you know, to be able to see that kind of behind the scenes shit. And I think this is a movie that kind of also like with Batman Begins where the the characters in it when you watch the older versions it's supposed to be kind of like with Batman it's like an action thing with Planet of the Apes they're supposed to kind of be scary but they look silly sort of. Yeah. Yeah. And both of these movies really updated those characters and made them look cool and mm-hmm. scary. Like yeah. the Apes in Planet of the Apes are so insanely well done. Yeah. Like in the all, the battle scenes are fucking Ugh. crazy. That yeah. Golden Gate Bridge battle scene. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. And I mean also the idea that once they are uh you know of human intelligence there's still the ones that are wise and there's still the ones that are sinister and yeah. conniving. Yeah, they're the ones with humanity. Yeah, and, and and like, you know, it's still a mess Yeah, and Caesar still has to pull it all together. So it's like, there's just drama on so many sides of it. Yeah, because Caesar is still tied to humanity through his his love for James Franco. Exactly, he's still he's he's still basically on our side. Yeah, he's his father's son, even though we've done everything to alienate him. You know, yeah. uh, they've got to give Andy Serkis like a lifetime achievement Oscar or something for everything this guy's done. Oh yeah, for he, sure. He brings these inanimate well not inanimate but like totally inhuman characters to life, and you you dude, I almost cried in that movie. Yeah, to an ape. <laughs> damn dirty ape damn dirty ape uh, so yeah that's my pick that's a good pick Planet I, of the Apes reboot I'm gonna piggyback off of your Planet of the Apes uh, way to go Come oh on. hey Come on, turn dude. your phone off Dear I'm God. gonna I'm gonna piggyback off your Planet of the Apes and this is much to the dismay of Jeff May uh oh uh, I am going with 12 Monkeys 12 Monkeys 12 Monkeys is a remake of a French new wave movie called La Jetée. 
and it's it's told through basically pictures. Most of it is just like just pictures shown on the screen with a background narration or, or voiceover rather. From uh, when? Uh, like fifty five or something like wow. nineteen sixty or something like that. And it is about a guy, yeah, you know, going back in time to stop some disaster from happening. But he keeps having this vision of a guy running, a kid running along a jetty, uh, and. Terry Gilliam took that and made it this weird dystopic, you know, mm-hmm. end of the world, Bruce Willis, Brad Pitt vehicle that's just so, like so weird. Yeah. Uh, that I have to give it, I have to give it my spot, uh, a spot on the list because Brad Pitt got nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. Bruce Willis yeah. doing, you know, not an action movie. He's playing a weird, vulnerable idiot. <laughs> you know, he's a prisoner. Yeah. And he gets sent back in time to do all this. Um, yeah, that was like that era too, where it was like Usual Suspects, Seven, Twelve Monkeys, and you just had like these great yeah. original movies right at the same time around like '96 yeah. or seven or I don't know what year. It whatever, was. but God, man, there was so many fucking good movies like that where mm-hmm. you're like, "Have you seen this fucking thing?" Yeah, and like you can't even begin to explain it. Oh, when people talked about it, I mean, in nineteen, I can, let's say '95, '96, I was in fifth or sixth grade, and people are talking about this movie. Yeah. And then I finally saw it, and it blew. Oh, huh? And he keeps he goes back in time, and then he gets back forward to his home time. No, you didn't do it right. You got to go back. <laughs> yeah. Huh? You got to go back again. And then it, that whole like grandfather paradox of being sent back in time is what actually creates the dystopia that you're in. Right. Right. Because he keeps talking about the army of the twelve monkeys, the army of the twelve monkeys, and that's what gives Brad Pitt the idea. Like, uh, with this crazy eye, he's like, oh. Army of the Tall Monkeys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I like that. I like that aspect of it. And, uh, you know, and you know, a remake is good when you don't even know that it's a remake. Yeah. Absolutely. I had no idea that was a remake. Yeah. yeah. It's a great pick. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. No, what was Jeff. Jeff's problem with it? <sighs> that it wasn't Dread. Oh, I thought of... I, I just, That's so nerdy. I haven't <laughs> seen Dread. Otherwise, I was going to pick Dread just... Uh, but I hear Dread is just the on rage. On Jeff's behalf. Yeah, but it's good. Sure, but uh, yeah. It's good. It's Alex Garland who did The Beach and Sunshine and Ex Machina. Well, I haven't seen it, but I, I mean, it's people cool. basically want me like, yeah, it's The Raid. It's The Raid, but also with like Batman because sure. Carl Urban, you know, he's wearing the, the Dread helmet mask the whole time and he's just you know an asshole right so it's very like batman comic booky like don't talk to me you're a nobody shut up idiot pretty much yeah all right 12 monkeys that's a good pick thank you my next pick uh this one i hope does a little better than the house of wax remake it's not dissimilar in tone i'm gonna go with rob zombies halloween reboot great i haven't seen it uh the first one the the disappointing thing about it to me is that he didn't stop at the first movie like he kind of always promised he would Mm -hmm. and he made a second one that's not that great but that first rob zombie halloween movie is in my opinion one of if not the best halloween movie it's so fucking well done Mm -hmm. the story is laid out you get more backstory about michael myers Mm -hmm. like you see more of what kind of motivated him and his relationship with his mother and it's just so dark and so well executed as far as horror remakes go and it my only like the only drawback to me is that he didn't stop because Mm -hmm. he he ended that first movie so fucking perfectly and when it came out, he was like, this is how Halloween should have been. It should have been one movie, and I'm going to fucking end it here. And then he made a second one, and it's like, yeah, it's fine. But that first Halloween movie, like, I don't know if, if you're familiar with Rob Zombie movies in general. but I uh, kind of am. Uh, yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses. House of a Thousand Corpses great. is great. That witch movie was fucking great. Yeah. Uh, Lord, is it Lords of Salem? I, I think it's so. called. Yeah. yeah. That was great. I and didn't see that one. Very Kubricky. Yeah, and like shooting, like yeah, yeah. How crazy, like that. Rob Zombie comes. Not, I'm not gonna say comes out of nowhere to do movies. He kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, the guy. A bit. He's the guy who makes the crazy the Dragula song, but he comes and hits it hard with uh, what is it? House of a Thousand Corpses, and what's the other one that's kind of a Devil's scene? Rejects? Devil's the Rejects, Devil's Rejects is amazing. Oh my God. Yeah, it's so good. He, I mean, the guy has an undeniable artistic talent and eye and. Uh, I'll, I'll, I think that Halloween's a great choice. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just all that applied to a Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. It's really fucking good. Yeah. So uh, that's my pick. It's a good one. That's a great one. 
Uh, I'm going to uh, stay on the. I mean, I, I got a, I got a lot of dark stuff. You're you, um, oh, you are a dark, dark human. The uh, <laughs> the ring, ah. the ring, 2002. I mean, I don't think we would say of the 2000s of the noughties, as they're called. Meow. There's uh, there's a there's any way that the ring is not in the top five American horror movies of that entire decade. Yeah. It scared the shit out of everybody. Mm-hmm. It was terrifying. Mm-hmm. When she uh, comes out of the fucking TV, dude. I think the reveal in the movie where like they have the false ending of like, oh, we just got we freed her spirit from the well, and the kid is like, no, you don't get it. She doesn't sleep, and you're like, oh fuck, <laughs> like now she's put on her the, back in the well. Now she's on the yeah. loose kind of thing. Like we made it worse. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I mean, just that whole thing was 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 great. It did need to be remade for American audiences because there was just no way American audiences were going to watch a subtitled movie. You for know? sure. You, yeah. that, so, and they did a fucking bang up job of it. They did yeah. a fantastic job. Yeah. And then we had, uh, you know, scary little girl horror movies for like the next seven years, yeah. and yeah. All, and and a litany of Japanese remakes that mm-hmm. were solely due to the success yeah. of the ring, Dark like The Grudge, Water. The Grudge, and yeah, Dark Water. Um, yeah, I forgot about Dark Water. That was a weird one. Yeah, and then they all had sequels. Yeah, you know, so there was just so many. Uh, Naomi Watts is fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's one of the best horror movies of the last twenty years, I would say. Yeah, that's a good that's a good pick, John. Thank you. I approve. And I am going to, again, piggyback off what you're saying, because this next movie is also a remake of an Asian motion picture, and that's The Departed. Ah. The Departed is a remake of Infernal Affairs. I have never seen Infernal Affairs. but It's good. It's really good, but The Departed- What a terrible title. Yeah, that is a yeah. cheesy fucking title. These infernal affairs, <laughs> fuck me running. Well, I thought when I first read it, I thought it was internal affairs, but no, it's infernal affairs. But it, you know, they probably there's they have an lost a, they in have translation. A, yeah, they have an know, Asian accent. Well, I don't know what the actual. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what the actual work. I don't know what the t- I don't know what the title is in um, Korean. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know, know what the if title it's is. a Korean or a Japanese movie. Nobody know, knows. Sure. Nobody actually <laughs> no, knows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to this day, all those movies look the same to me. That's why it's so infernal. Um, so the Departed. I mean, the way they it even the the director. I want to say it's the director of of Infernal Affairs said the Departed is better. It's neater. They involve more. They kind of there's that symmetry. Uh, you know, it's a. Uh, a guy who was in the mob infiltrating the police, and a guy who was a police kid infiltrating the mob. But in 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 The Departed, they also tie together uh, Captain Queenan or whatever his name is, mm-hmm. and um, Costello, and they have a backstory because they also grew up in the same neighborhood, and that's not right. that's not in the uh, the original. And they also trim up some of the fat uh, with like there, there's this weird like Morse code kind of uh, not backstory, but plot element that's that's cut out of it because it's totally unnecessary and the fact that they have the dudes falling in love with the same woman mm-hmm. get out of here verifar amiga it's in the plane pink floor dude that movie is so fucking good that is peak leo and maybe even uh peak scorsese to me i love wow. i love that movie i think it's a great movie i thought it uh shouldn't have been the first thing scorsese got an oscar for for sure that was a that was a you know, hey, we should have given. You yeah, this sorry about that earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, that's a that's an incredible movie. Um, I do think that the best thing about that movie is showing in in uh, the the best way possible the fucking tension of being an informer. Oh my god! Yeah, just living this huge lie and then going back to your shitty apartment and just being like. <gasps> Oh my god! <laughs> like, a, a yeah. val- like one Valium? Is that what you want? Is that what you want? And to also, shoot and, myself in the fucking head? Yeah, and, and and really understanding like that the cops don't care about you. They show that so well. Yeah. They're like, yeah, for sure. They're like fucking whatever. Oh, Mark Wahlberg in it. You are Ace Curtain Irish motherfucker. You two different fucking people, aren't you? They're just yeah. He's just a no one. He's a ghost, and they prove it. By at the end, you know, they delete him from the computer. Yeah. Oh God! And the ending to that movie, I that is, uh, I think that's that's my uh, that's my next choice is The Departed. Great job. And and uh, fun side note that 
that pick would actually make Jeff's girlfriend Raquel very angry. Why is oh. that? Because uh, we just did a best cop movies list cast, and she picked Infernal Affairs, oh. and uh, talked a lot about how much it's uh, better than The Departed. And she's dating a guy from Boston. <laughs> correct. Correct. <laughs> They're still together after that. Yeah. Je- yeah. Well, well, I mean, maybe I, I I haven't seen Infernal Affairs. Yeah, I've never seen Infernal Affairs, so I, I mean, can't really dear say. God, but the Departed the title, is really fucking it's, great, though. It's, yeah, <sighs> but also, I mean, making about uh, what's his name? You know, making it ba- more based on the guy from Boston. What's his name? Whitey Bulger. Whitey Bulger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Santa Monica's own. I mean, that's yeah. just a whole fucking that that guy is then an informer for the FBI. Like, what a brilliant, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I mean, that is just so great that, like, everybody's a piece of shit. Everybody's everyone sucks. And then it has this Shakespearean ending where, like, in the last 10 minutes, everyone's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone yeah. fucking dies. But you do have that kind of, like, you know, uh, just desserts at the end when um, Marky Mark shoots that guy in the face. <laughs> right in the goddamn face. It's <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Shitty haircut aside, he does shoot Matt Damon in the face, and that's great. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> great, great, great shocking violence in that movie. Yeah. I mean, Leo's death is so shocking. Uh, Sheen's death is so shocking. And, and that he had another informant in the state police. Yeah. That, I mean, it's just, it, that cli- the climax is so perfectly executed. And it's like, what? 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 Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then, you know, he t- as he does, he ties it all together with uh, Gimme Shelter or something. With right. <laughs> That's a good pick. Uh, my next pick. I'm going to go with True Grit. Great. Didn't see it. Which I, I, this is, it's so good. I actually saw it in theaters because I heard such good things about it. And I am not even remotely a fan of Westerns. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't give less of a fuck about whether the original is good or not mm-hmm. because it's got John Wayne in it. And so I just, it's probably bad. Yeah. I just don't give a shit about John Wayne movies. There is no reason i would ever seek out the original version of true grit i'm sure it's super racist like there's i'm sure there's massive problems with it yeah uh but i heard such good things about the remake that i actually went and saw it in theaters and it's so fucking riveting like just from beginning to end it's just such a damn good movie Haley steinfeld won an Mm -hmm. oscar at i think 14 for her role in that movie uh, I know she was certainly nominated. But yeah, she... I think I think she won, didn't she? Wow. I don't. Maybe, yeah, maybe she was just nominated. But maybe, maybe she won. Uh, Who knows? She was great in it. She is. Yeah, a great she's actress. great. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. She might have just been nominated. And it's one of those movies. I love these types of movies where they they pair like a misanthropic adult with a precocious kid. Mm-hmm. I love those movies. Yeah, that, where you know the kid, the, the adult learns as much from the kid as a kid learns as much from the adult. I mean, Logan is that, right? Yeah, yeah. very similar to Logan. Um, Jeff Bridges is amazing in it. Yeah, like yeah. He, he's he really nails that role, and it's just it's such a like emotionally, it's such a good movie. Like it's just fun to watch. It like you want to cheer, like it makes you want to cheer for Jeff Bridges, even though he's this like kind of shitty guy. He's not mm-hmm. the best guy. But just that journey they go on kind of proves him to be like this. Not like, a monster. Yeah. And it's, oh, it's just so well done. Everyone yeah. go watch the True Grit remake. And also Matt God Damon. Damn. Coen Brothers, right? Yeah, Matt Damon's in that. He's great. Uh, yeah, I think it is a Coen Brothers yeah. movie. God bless him. So good. Great choice, Adam. Thanks. Uh, so, yeah, that's my pick. What True kind grit. of bullshit do you have, John? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I am going to go ahead and say, uh, Cape Fear. Mm-hmm. Cape Fear nice. is a remake of a brilliant movie. Okay. The, I mean, the original is fucking fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Gregory Peck? Yes. Yep. And, uh, Robert... Mitchum? Mitchum. Mitchum. Yeah. Uh, and they both get roles in the remake. Okay. One is a judge and one is like a lawyer. So oh. it, it's great the way they slip those guys in. And, like, you forget, I mean, Juliette Lewis, oh, my God. She, her acting in that movie, the scenes with just turned De Niro, like, they really pull the best out of each other. Oh, she's be sticking his fingers in her mouth and stuff? Oh, my God. It's, uh, it's terrifying. Yeah. And uh, then they do, like, this cool little thing where they sneak another thing from another Robert Mitchum villain movie, which is The Night of the Hunter, where he's got love and hate on his knuckles. Yeah. And oh, they just wow. throw that in there. 
Uh, because in that movie, he plays a preacher that's going town to town, marrying widows, killing them, stealing their money, and moving on to the next town. Oh my God. And he's talking about yeah. and loves fighting the hate and hates fighting the love. Like, that's part of his preaching shit. Jeez. So they throw that in. The first time you see it is when he's working out in prison. So, like, if you knew that when you saw the remake when it came out, like, in 1990 or 91 or whatever, you were like, fuck yeah, that is dope. But, I mean, it's just, uh, it's incredible. Um, was Ileana Douglas in that, too? Yeah, he bite her or something. Yeah, like, that's a that's weird fucked up scene. Yes, yeah, I yeah. believe I believe he like rapes yeah, her, yeah. and um, they just did a great job of 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 that whole thing of the lawyer that's like, I know this guy's a scumbag, and I'm just not going to do everything, and then like that guy coming back for revenge, and uh, it's you know the the height of De Niro, yeah, De Niro at you know his his peak, yeah, um, and uh, yeah, I can't say I can't say enough about Juliette Lewis's performance. Yeah. In that. It's just incredible. It's so tense. And yeah. I think um, people would say it lives up to, if not exceeds, the original. Yeah, I think. I think it's better yeah. than the original. Yeah. yeah. Just because, like, De, De Niro is. It's in, yeah, in color. Like, <laughs> color always fucking helps for yeah. me. But De Niro, especially, is just so. That performance in that movie is so fucking terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, and you're right. Like, tense is the perfect word for that. Like, that whole movie, you're just like. What's he going to do? Yeah. And it's like you want it to be over, kind of, but you also just want the movie to keep going. Yeah, and I like, mean, you bought the accent and everything. Yeah. Counselor! Yeah. yeah. Counselor! You like that shit? Like, it was it was scary, man. Yeah. That's a good pick. Oh. That is a very good pick. God Thank damn it. You. God damn you, John. Um, my, Aaron, what do you got next? My next pick uh, is sure to please many people, <laughs> especially <laughs> Jeff May. <laughs> uh, He's always hovering above us. <laughs> somehow. Yes. A list cast angel. <laughs> this is John Carpenter's The Thing. Nice. Yeah. Uh, again, this is one of those where, like, if you don't even think about the original, the remake did something good. Yeah. Uh, an, a, another tense, tense fucking movie. It it could be anybody, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it is very kind of like Twilight Zoney in that you the team just starts to cannibalize themselves with with the with the thought Fear. that anybody could be yeah. this thing, and. Uh, I mean the scene, the scene where they're strapped into the chairs and oh yeah, I mean that's that's one of the most tense scenes it's ever. It's one of the best scenes in 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 movie history for me. And Kurt Russell, Pete Kurt Russell, um, that guy's that guy's never failed. And I mean, maybe Guardians too, but <laughs> uh, it, it's. Uh, the beginning of the movie is like a what the fuck moment. Why are they? What what is this helicopter? Why are they shooting at this dog and? It just it puts you on your heels at the beginning. Yeah, and um, and uh, and then it, it spawned that kind of prequel movie, which was actually pretty good too, with Mary Elizabeth Winstead, which was like the, the story of the Swiss or Norwegian explorer team, which then ends with them chasing the dog. Right. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, that movie. I the effects. Yeah. All those practical effects were spectacular. I don't think I've still seen anything as good in a horror movie than those practical effects. Yeah, yeah, and I think everybody misses those dirty real effects from, like, the height of 80s horror, yeah. and that movie is the most emblematic of that. Yeah, Wilford Brimley? Yeah. Yeah, the, I, uh, I can't say enough about the thing. I say that when I don't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good pick. Uh, my next pick, I feel like this might be the only comedy on anyone's list. Uh probably sort of an unconventional pick. I'm going with Freaky Friday, mm. the 2003 version. Low-key one of Jamie Lee Curtis's best performances. Really? She is a delight oh. in the Freaky Friday oh, remake. She plays the teenager. Well, yeah, she... Essentially. Yeah, she she plays the teenager role when the bodies switch. Right. But also, Lindsay Lohan's really great in it. Like, there was a, a, a time there where Lindsay Lohan was just... Absolutely. A really good actress. Yeah, like, absolutely. Before she really start, like, up until Mean Girls and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And this was kind of her breakthrough role, mm-hmm. a role that was originally written to be a goth. And young-ass Lindsay Lohan shows up to the audition in preppy attire, because she's like... I think this is what the character needs. And they fucking rewrote the character for No shit. Yeah, yeah. So she's great in it. Jamie Lee Curtis, their their interaction is fucking perfect. It is such a legitimately great movie. And I think it's just head and shoulders above 
the original. Yeah. And there's like a TV movie remake, but fuck that bullshit. Yeah. And, hmm. it, the, and there was also Vice Versa with uh, Judge Reinhold. And oh, yeah. Fred Savage. And uh, 17 again with right. Matthew Perry and Zac Efron, which yeah. is actually also pretty good. Yeah. That, that, there's some pretty like adult moments in that movie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's nice. But yeah, th- that brought Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I mean, that, nice. that, was a star, that was a star-making movie for her. Yeah. She... Uh, I mean, not to put too fine a point on it, but she did win breakthrough performance at the MTV Movie Awards Hell that yeah. year. So Spaceman statue. Yeah, Whoops. exactly. Jamie Lee Curtis got nominated for a Golden Globe nice. for her performance in fucking Freaky Friday. Yeah. Wow. She's great in it. It's, it's really good. Everyone go watch the uh, Freaky Friday remake. She's going to be, to bring it back, she's going to be in the next Halloween movie. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, as her yeah. original character. Nice. Yeah, and fucking Sarah Connor's coming back. Sarah Connor. Yeah. It's crazy. Linda Hamilton. Yeah, is coming back as Sarah Connor. <laughs> yeah, get it, just get it right. <laughs> Jesus, come on, John, please. So yeah, Freaky Friday. That's my penultimate pick. John, what's your last pick? My final pick is The Hills Have Eyes. Wow. Yes. It okay. So I saw the original um, very late in the game for a person that is pretty into horror movies, and uh, the scene. The, I mean the the twenty minutes I think where most of that family gets wiped out. I was I felt like I got punched in the stomach and was ready to throw up. And they recreated that uh, in in the remake very 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 well. And they also added that whole like nuclear fallout thing or whatever. Instead of making them just be like inbred cannibals, it was like they were like mutants. Right. So it's kind of like adding this thing about like what man creates that comes back yeah. to haunt him and all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's just um, – it's from the guy that did um, High Tension, the director. Who, who is that? He's a French guy. And uh, then he did Piranha 3D and stuff. But this, I that's almost a recent, put Piranha 3D Piranha on my 3D list. Piranha 3D is yeah. a great that's fucking a really movie. That's a really great remake, yeah. Um, and uh, he, he just – and it was – Piranha 3D is the first time you see him go, like, fun. Campy. Or campy. Yeah. But before that, he did nothing but dead serious – this isn't a joke – we're not going to fall back on like, oh, it's supposed to be funny. He's like, no, I'm trying to scare the fucking shit out of you. Yeah. And he held on to that in the Hills Have Eyes remake. And it's fucking, it's gory. It's terrifying. Um, and uh, it's he stays very faithful to the original uh, while doing his own thing with it. But the pacing stays very much the same. Uh, I, I, thought it, I thought it was brilliant. I was, I was in the theater almost just me and my girlfriend at the time. In Florida, and this in the middle of the movie, this extremely old couple sneaks in. <laughs> okay, like after they saw whatever the fuck they saw, and they sneak in, sit directly behind us in like an empty theater, uh. and they sit down, and I'm like, okay, let's see how this goes, <laughs> and uh, it's like <laughs> somebody takes an axe to the head, splits open, brains, shit falling everywhere, and this ancient man behind me cracks up laughing <laughs> <laughs> and then and then i can't stop laughing at his laughing but i know that like i shouldn't be laughing at him so i'm like holding it in shaking <laughs> so it's just like an added little theater bonus of, yeah. but it was i mean it's it's terrifying it's gory it's gross um and uh yeah adding all of that you know, abandoned New Mexican village yeah. because of, you know, and, and all the towns that they set up with dummies and dolls to see what would happen in, in the event of a nuclear attack yeah. just so adds creepy. all of this creepiness to it. Yeah. And uh, it also adds this thing of, like, you know... Morality tale. Based on your thing, who's a mannequin, who's a real person? Oh, you, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it adds this extra dimension of, like, oh, fuck, yeah. oh, I hope that's a mannequin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Faces melted and shit. Yeah, so that's my final pick. That's a good, that's a good pick. Thank you. I Alexander have... Aya, Aha is his name? A-J-A is a- how you spell it. Oh, a- Asia, like the Asia. Steely Dan album? Yeah, Steely Dan album, yeah. I had, a, I had a similar thing happen to me in a movie once. I was uh, at School of Rock the Jack Black comedy, Mm -hmm. and maybe 10 minutes left in the movie, these two teens fucking sneak in, obviously, and come sit. I'm with a friend of mine, a guy named Junior, who killed himself recently. Rest in peace, Junior. But uh, they sit right in front of us, and Junior was a fucking redneck. Like, he Mm -hmm. wore motorcycle boots. He was fucking redneck as shit. And these two teens sit in front of us and start talking loud as fuck, 
with like 10 minutes left in the movie. Oh, my God. And Junior sits back, and uh, I'm like, oh, he's going to go tell a manager or something. He kicks the back of the seat in front of him so (laughs) fucking hard and goes, shut the fuck up. I was scared. Like, in such I, a heartwarming sh- I movie. I, like, I was like, oh <laughs> everybody shut up. Junior's mad. Junior's on one. Jack, yeah. Black's, bon- <laughs> Jack Black's bonding with these kids, asshole. <laughs> I'm trying to get touched right now. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that's a tactic for people who sneak in. They're like, sit by someone so the people will think you're all together. And like, right. Could be. Because yeah. that's weird that that happened to me too. People snuck in and sat right in front of us. Yeah, yeah I had I had uh like 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 uh, several people that sounded like they're from Poland or something. And so there was one person that knew English. So this one person is translating for like the other five <laughs> in the row, like directly behind. Yeah, one and we're all going to see. Um, I believe it was twenty eight days later. Oh wow! And and, and I was and and my friend <laughs> just screaming <laughs> and in my Polish. friend Michelle turns around and just goes, "Hey, can you shut up?" <laughs> And then they translated shutting up <laughs> for all of them. <laughs> oh, yes. Did they shut up? They did. They shut Perfect. the fuck up. Nice. I bet those kids shut up too, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They must have been terrified. They were. Yeah, They. it was like a shut down kind of, like they look like robots that got turned off. They just like fell and slumped over like, okay, we're not even here anymore. It was great. All right, Aaron, what's your last pick? This was, uh, I had a few that I was kind of wrestling with here, but I... Oh, it's going to suck, huh? Dude, fuck <laughs> you, dude. Uh, I, I, I've been gushing over this movie lately, and I can't, uh, I can't stop. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. I fucking wow. love that movie. Uh, you've got Michael Keaton. A little homage to Birdman-esque kind of yeah. thing. They... It's the only Marvel movie that's got a villain that you give a shit about. Yeah. Uh, Tom Holland is a fucking vision. He make I can't like he's gonna be the glue that holds the entire cinematic universe together for Marvel for the next I don't know twenty years. I hope I want to see this kid grow up. He does his own stunts. He's so endearing. His scene in Civil War makes me want to cry every time I see it because it's so genuine. Uh, Talking about Uncle Ben. Yeah. Yeah. If the bad when the bad things happen and you yeah, don't do anything yeah, to stop yeah. it because you, uh, uh, it's funny. It's it's very it's like a John Hughes movie. Um, it's uh, it's it's very fun. It's super it's very fun. very very fun, and it also is not um, taking itself too seriously. They skip the origin. Thank, thank God. You, thank yeah. you. And it's they all look like high. They all look and talk like high schoolers. It's not twenty nine yeah. year olds playing high schoolers, and they're all. I mean. They're in Queens, so like it's not all a bunch of thirty-year-old white people in high school, right? You know? Right, yeah. And uh, and also staying true to the comics in that way of oftentimes in the comic books it'd be like, oh yeah, fucking Sandman, poor guy, yeah, the Vulture, poor guy. You know what I mean? Like it's like they yes, they did they would humanize them. Yeah, I mean there was there's so much guilt and empathy in those books, and they they stuck with that really well in that new movie. Yeah, and and they tie it into the whole you know the Battle of New York. And that's why he's the vulture, you know. And they both have this ethos of I'm fighting for the little guy. Right. Spider Man says that in Civil War, and in the right in the beginning of, of Homecoming, Michael Keaton says, you know, what about I'm just you know a little guy? We got to look out for the little guy. Right. And uh, and then that that twist where it, it kind of brings those uh, characters together. I mean, I fuck man, I I want to go see it again. Yeah. And I want I will watch any any time this guy is in a movie as Spider Man. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna watch it. So and and me, it makes me forget about. Andrew, I mean, I never really thought about Andrew Garfield, but and Tobey Maguire. I mean, for a while, Spider-Man Two was the gold standard of, of superhero movies. Yeah. And Spider-Man: Homecoming just makes like it makes me forget about him. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. I'm looking forward to the rest of it. And, you know, as Tony Stark becomes a 60 year old man soon. Yeah. This guy's gonna be the crux of the the whole universe. So. Nice. Thanks. Good pick. Uh, for my last pick, fucking movies from the 70s never goddamn do well. And it's a shame because I think this is one of the best remakes of all time. And that is Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah. Kiefer. I mean, Donald. Donald Sutherland. Just such a creepy, unsettling movie. He is magnificent. He's fantastic in Nobody, it. Nobody, I think, can terrify me with just behavior. The way 
he can. Yeah. He plays a lot of psychos and like just those piercing blue eyes of his and like that. A ghoulish face. Oh my God. He is so scary. I saw him just out walking around uh, a few weeks ago. And he was just walking to an ATM, like looking for an ATM. And I could tell he was like looking around, like confused. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, that's Donald Sutherland. Yeah. Like it was the one, like I'm in LA. I fucking see, everyone sees celebrities all the goddamn time. And that's the one time I was like, I need to get this picture, don't I? But I didn't do it. I didn't do it. But it, it, and just even then, like at one point I was walking away and I looked back and like we locked eyes a little, and I was like, "Fuck, Donald mm, yeah. Sutherland saw soul. me." Yeah. yeah, it's so yeah. He's amazing in it. Jeff Goldblum yeah. is in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. a, a youngish Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, there's another, is, there's another big star in that movie too. Um, Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, is in it. There you go, Leonard. Yeah. goddamn Nimoy. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. It's a remake of a 1956 movie, which is also pretty good. Yeah, uh, and but, very much uh, like Red Scare. Influence, yeah. You know, like, it could be anyone. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's really, there's definitely undertones of that. Yeah. In this movie, also, but it's more like the COINTELPRO kind of the government yeah. watching I'm, you sort of thing. Yeah. Because that was a huge scandal. Oh yeah. And yeah. Watergate and all that yeah. shit happened around that same time. Mm. Uh, well, at least that decade. Because uh, yeah. this came out, I think, seventy nine. Mm. Well, and it's got uh, that same tension from the thing where it's yeah. like. Ugh, fuck, who is it, you know? Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's great. And my parents, uh, God love them, they, they let me see all the movies when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, they, I did not, me being born did not stop them from hitting the theaters. <laughs> yeah. So I have very vivid uh, images from Invasion of the Body Snatchers in my head yeah. that I've had my entire, like, since I was three or four. Because I feel like movies used to, like get re-released or something yeah because i remember seeing star wars in the theater and i was two when star wars came out right they, they did a re-release of star wars in the 90s for like the 20th anniversary well no this that's I, when i saw them that's when i saw this them. would have been before like right around the time of the uh second movie uh, and i think my mom explained it to me once that her job rented out a theater once for the employees around the time the second Star Wars came out and screened both of them because that's wow. that's back when they were like unions and yeah jobs were a thing that uh, <laughs> right having one still helped yeah but uh, it was uh, yeah but invasion so I saw Invasion of the Body Snatchers when I was really young and I've just always been fascinated with that movie if you've never seen it it's it like it, it's creepy it's it but it almost it gets so absurd in how creepy it is. Where at some point you're just like fucking calm down, people. <laughs> right. And, but you're thinking that when also aliens are literally replacing people in their yeah. sleep. So yeah, maybe don't calm down. And it, it's like that's that tension. It's like it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so fucking well done. Yeah, that um, that remake. Uh, they did, I mean they just did so many good remakes of fifth, like the thing. Mm-hmm. Invasion, the Blob remake. Yeah, is fucking. Oh, the Blob great. remake is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck. I, House of Wax. Yeah. The Fly. Yeah, the the fly, fly almost made the list, too. Speaking yeah. of Goldblum and Vincent yeah. Price. Yeah. That's that's a great pick, though. Yeah. So uh, so that's 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 our list. Now begins that's the chaos. 15. Oh, no. Now we got to kill our darling. we fight. Let me just real quick make the list a little easier for everyone to see. And here we go. Who wants to cut first? I went first. Aaron, you can cut first. Uh... Uh, I'm gonna cut House of Wax. That's understandable. You yeah, I don't know. Do I need to explain? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, John Fahey, what do you want to cut? I am going to cut. Hmm. Let's see. See, I haven't seen a lot of yours, Adam. Is my problem. That's one of your. Uh, That's one of my problems. Yeah, that is your problem. Don't make it my problem. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Chop chop on the chop, John. You're right. You're right. It is a chop chop. Um, I'm going to cut Guys, True Grit. To... Oh, wow! Low blow. Wow. I just I just haven't seen it. It's the only reason. Why. Low. Yeah. Blow. It's a great list. It's very hard to cut these. It is a good good list. Uh, I am. Yeah, it is. It's a really good list. I am going to cut. 
I actually didn't like Spider-Man Homecoming that much. <sighs> like it was a fun movie, but it didn't. It's it's the I, it's I, my I, weakest pick, but it's a it's a you know it's a guilty pleasure. I, I I just didn't come out of it. I don't know. I just didn't care. Like I it, it like you said, it was a lot like a John Hughes movie mm-hmm. to me, and it was I liked that it was kind of a different feel and direction for a Spider-Man movie. But at the same time, I was like, it kind of barely feels like a Spider-Man movie. Like mm. it, it just I don't know. It it didn't come off as that memorable to me. Right. Fair. I respect I'm that so choice. So sorry. You I'm do so not, sorry. You do not apologize to me. Aaron, <laughs> you're up. Uh, um uh let's see. I'm gonna cut yeah, I'm gonna cut Freaky Friday. Wow. It's, I'm, a, I'm, it's a bloodbath right now. Yeah. Just uh I'm you know, I'm a vice versa guy. <laughs> I like seeing Fred Savage drinking martinis in the middle of the day. Who doesn't? That's a very fair point. Uh John, it's your cut, right? Yes. Uh I am going to I'm gonna take out twelve monkeys. Okay, John. Keep in mind, uh, one of these can be saved. Yeah. So, but 12 Monkeys of that era, it didn't leave me with that. Like, I wasn't as blown away as everybody else was. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, But it was novel and unique. Yeah. But it didn't, like, linger too much with me. Huh. You know what I mean? Okay. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is it? Well, you can't cut another one. Oh, uh, we only I'll, cut two. Oh, fuck. I was going to chop have, up all of John's. I have one more. <laughs> God damn it. Well, I, 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 I do have some good news in that, that department. Thank you. Chopping one of mine. Yeah, your shitty I'm, list. This is going to be controversial, but I'm going to cut the ring. I actually didn't like the ring that much. That's, nice, that's totally fair. Like it, uh, I don't know. I, I just, I've, that's always been a movie that I think I even... We did a list cast, I think, of overrated movies, and I think I might have put The Ring really? on my list. Yeah. So that that's that's our cuts. Zach Yates, what are you going to save? Are you out there? Zach, come on, dude. Save something. Uh, so far, Zach has commented, commented, oh, shit, and oh, God. <laughs> I feel like we've made this very easy for yeah, him. Yeah, he's probably... Oh, he's freaking out. Zach, stay strong. More like Freaky Friday now. Whoa. Am I right? Whoa. Thanks, everybody. Zach. Oh, true. A lot, lot of people speaking up for True Grit. I haven't seen it. Well, that's dude. a good. That's a good save. I think. Yeah. That, that did he say it? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was right, right there. Zach Yates saves True Grit. Zach, thanks for sticking around, dude. So we are going to put the poll up. Leave it up to the people. They it, deserve a voice. It will be up in a matter of moments. Oh, is that the Denver International Airport? That sure is. D-I-A. Home of Warhorse. So we're... <laughs> Warhorse, another remake. Warhorse? I think it was a remake of a play or something. It's a play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a play about a warhorse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the poll is up now. How long should we leave this poll up? Three minutes? Yeah. Sure. Let's do let's do three minutes. We'll leave the poll up while it's up. What what's some stuff that almost made your list but didn't? For me, uh, speaking of horror remakes, has everyone seen the Last House on the Left remake? Yes, really good. Yeah, I was gonna really actually, good. I was gonna say Last House on the Left, the original, which is a remake of an Ingmar Bergman. Yeah, which oh, is wow. all, an adaptation of like a fifteenth century old, ta- yeah. morality tale. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I was going to say that. That almost made it. Um, I never saw the remake of Last I Night. didn't love it. Really? I didn't, yeah. And I I'm a massive really fan of the, of the original. Yeah. Uh, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. There is no uh, Stephen King on the list, right? Uh, well, I w- I w- what almost Man, made my list whipped was, up about True Grit. was It. Oh, the, It. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm surprised It didn't make the list. Yeah. You uh, can also both, I didn't see it. It's good, man. You can also both go in and vote if you want. Hell yeah. You're, oh, I, I don't vote. <laughs> <laughs> I will vote. Uh, oh, a lot of Batman Begins love. Yeah. yeah Batman I mean, Begins you can't, is doing well. You can't deny it, dude. You can't. Uh, what do I, where do I find this? Uh, Unpops Live? Are you a member? Yeah, I added Aaron today oh. or he's been i'm new to this yeah yeah everything get uh, off his back john please jesus i you know you're boom we're about halfway through dude at a minute and a half 
Batman Begins. Uh, give me a weight of... Oh, Batman Begins is taking it from True Grit. This is very exciting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Still, still Adam gets two in the top five. Hell yeah. Well, there's still still some time left. You still... I am actually uh, going to vote against my own self-interest and uh, throw a Planet of the Apes vote John way, John's Ooh. way. It's a good vote. Because... Uh, I feel I feel strongly about. I that. am shocked how little love Cape Fear is getting. I thought that was my strongest. The Departed. One. The Departed too. Yeah. yeah, and like I said, fucking seventies movies. No one. Yeah. List cast has a history of shitting on all my seventies picks. No one liked Marathon Man when we did spy movies. And Marathon Man's so fucking good. Fuck these people. <laughs> yeah, I'm always fascinated by what the unpops audience uh, is is down with. Um, sometimes there's those ones that you know. You know they're going to take it. Like, okay, Empire Strikes Back, when we did best sequels. Yeah. You know that's going to be, right. you know, number one or whatever. But, like, otherwise, you're always like, huh, interesting. Yeah. All right. We got 15 seconds left. People get in there and vote. Do your duty. Do your goddamn jobs. Yeah. Do what we pay you to do. Yeah. And stop fucking around, Stop man. Yeah, fucking around. Jesus. Get your shit together. You're fucking up. Yeah. You guys are fucking up right now. We're relying on you. We counted on you. All right. We're refreshing. Here are is this the it? final results. Number five, The Departed mm. creeped into the top five. Number four, The Thing. Dude, I'm all over this. Interesting. <laughs> Number three, Dawn of the Dead. I am shocked. Good job, John. Yeah. I am shocked. Uh, number two, True Grit. Great job. Good choice, America. And number one, Aaron Pita wins with Batman Begins. Thank you, everybody. Take you got, your stupid trophy. Dude, this is going straight up my butt. I thought <laughs> I thought those five were so good that I picked, and I, I survived the elimination process rather well. Still got one in the top five. Yeah. Well, you know, they're very safe, middle of the road. They're not, like, polarizing picks. What? Your picks. They weren't polarizing. So, like, they, people agree with them, but not enough to... Like vote for them. Uh, yeah, that's the thing, John. Is that what it is? Yeah, you're like the Ralph Nader of. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Your whole analogy is so flawed, dude. Um, <laughs> you're right. But Ralph Nader's not polarizing. What are you talking about, dude? I don't. I don't even know what polarizing means. <laughs> My sunglasses are polarized. True. Yeah, it's just a sunglasses thing. I'm always assuming. That was fun. That was a really good that one. That was a good one. That was a lot of fun. I think a good list cast would be most unnecessary remakes. Oh, yeah. Mm. That would be a good one, too. Maybe we'll do that in the future. We yeah. got to do these every goddamn week. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Cranking them out. What, uh, what, are, what are some of your favorite list casts that, that, that have been done? I'm... We did movie soundtracks. That was, I think, maybe my first one. That was fantastic movie cool. soundtracks was fun we did uh we did celebrities who get too much hate a couple weeks ago uh-huh. and that one was really interesting we yeah do a sequel to who, that who won or like what celebrity um damn it who did win? oh obama yeah he is a celebrity yeah I, well it was like famous people right, just right. in general famous people right. who get uh too much hate i tried to get barry bonds on the list didn't fucking work. <laughs> Backfired horribly. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Turn the audience against me. Mm. It's fine. Do we? Uh, we should wrap it up. Do we have anything? Uh, what do you have to plug before we get out of here? Uh, we have. Uh, we are putting the final touches on episode three of Profiles and Eccentricity on Saturday, mm-hmm. and then we'll get shove that off to you. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Um, yeah. we're so excited about the podcast. Oh yeah, we've got we, some, uh, we've got some bangers coming up. yeah we got it's some really fun, really good ones it's a fun podcast if people haven't listened to it it's out on itunes right now profiles and eccentricity on yes the unpops network yes Happy uh and uh the patreon and soundcloud also if itunes is not convenient yeah it's everywhere please uh you know subscribe and review yes reviews are very very important because it, you know we'll get like the new and noteworthy yeah stuff, and so it just it makes it available to more people and if you like hearing unbelievable true stories about people they don't ever tell you about in school. Yeah. yeah. Listen to the show. The, the, the format is basically one of us uh, will tell the other one about this person, this profile, with the other person having really no idea about it. Mm. And so we just get jazzed up on making the other party super 
jazzed up about. Yeah, we get super nerdy. Yeah. It's uh, cool. Yeah, it's uh, one of my favorite things in my life right now. So yeah. please listen to it. Um, they're going to stray all over the place. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, there'll be all kinds of different weirdos we talk about. So please listen and uh, please support the Unpopular Opinion Network. Yeah, please do that. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash Unpops. You can subscribe to all of our podcasts. Just $5 a month, you cheap sons of bitches. Hell yeah. It's or five you bucks. Can, it's five cold bucks. Brew, cold brew coffee. Yeah. 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 And it's uh, a month. A month. For endless entertainment. So much. We put out so much. Infotainment. Yes. Edutainment. Yes. I, I think that's the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Adam, thank you for It's a good way to fight the there. trick-nology. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> listen to the Unpops Network. Hey, thank you for doing it. I really appreciate it. Should we uh, get the fuck out of here? Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. Thank you guys for listening. I'm Thanks, John Fahey. I am Aaron Pita. And I'm Adam Todd Brown. Goodbye, everybody. We Bye. love you. Good night.